this is Arsildur from Pascal Pinon and you're listening Faint cry, a melodic sound calls on the horizon. What is that? Why don't you raise your radioculars to your eyes and focus in on the alternative sounds? Cosmic Amanda's radioculars. Bringing you prisms of alternative light. Why don't you tune in and tune out?
You're listening to BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever. This is Cosmic Amanda hanging out with you for the next couple hours here on Radioculars. And today I have two very special guests in the studio. I'm joined by Carlos and Sean. What up? Hello. I think you might have to get closer to the mic, maybe. Uh, oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Don't be shy. Okay. I usually hold it too close, that's why. I played it too safe this time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so how are you guys doing? It's been a little while since since you've been in the studio, Carlos. Yeah. Sean, this is your first time. Yeah. First time on this show, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, right, because you were on Loud and Local, right? Um, I think uh, something like that. Uh, there's a friend of mine who used to have a show called Slightly Sobbing. Oh, yeah, Lizzie. Yeah. yeah, she had me on here once. Oh, so cool. That was cool. I was also here for a storytelling event like two and a half years ago. Oh, so you're just like over it already. <laughs> no, not at all. This is a cool space. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Welcome back. Um, yeah. And thanks, thanks for hanging out. Um, so what's what's going on? Just, just roughly so we can give people a sense of uh, what you're doing here today. Uh, well, we got a new EP coming out June 22nd. And uh, we're here to promote our new single. It's called Waste Me. Uh, and yeah, it's it's been a while. We kind of added Sean to the band, uh, I think almost two years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and we just took a little time to rediscover ourselves. And cool. Uh, just, I, I think we're just at a place where we just want to have fun with the music. Not that we weren't before, but... I think more so now that we're just really just want to play fun music and have fun shows. So Awesome. Um, yeah, and, that's where we're at. And I would just like the listening audience to know, um, I just need to describe your outfits right now <laughs> because uh, both of you are wearing black slacks. I mean, they're slacks. There's no other word really yeah. to describe them. Uh, black shirts and black blazers. Yes. Um, is this a new look for the band or what's going on? Uh, well, when you were coming on this show, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're actually, well, Sean and I are both uh, composition students at San Francisco State. So, and we have a concert like right after, after cool. this. <laughs> so not only, not only rocking it out in the silhouette era, but also dabbling in composing. What kind of music? Uh, it's kind of like. I guess generally you can classify it as classical type music. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the pieces are for a singer and piano, so it'll have kind of like a, you know, more approachable classical vibe. It's not like weird, like squeak squawks on instruments, <laughs> you know? I love squeak squawk <laughs> music. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, first there's hip hop and then there was squeak squawk and I'm yeah, like... Yeah. We but were then in a truly post- golden era of music. <laughs> but, you know, post-squeak squawks where it's at. It, true, that yeah. is true. <laughs> um, do now, are both or either of you, are you, are you more, do you do um, the vocal parts, the piano parts, or is it just that you're composing and other people are performing your work? Yeah, it's basically the latter. Um, we're composing music for other people to perform and we just get to sit back and watch cool yeah you're you're the cool guys in dark suits yeah exactly (laughs) behind the scenes yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) cool well we'll talk a little bit more about what you guys have been up to uh in the past couple years and i also have a surprise game for us to do coming up um in just a few minutes but um first we're gonna hear do you like the brazilian girls 
I haven't heard them. Well, now you're going to. Uh, here's Brazilian Girls with The Critic here on BFF.FM.
here on bff.fm best frequencies forever that was never the same and million young has a brand new album i'm i'm so stoked i've always really liked his music and he hasn't had a new album since 2014 so happy to have him back i love that there's like a new uh a new like chill chiller wave i don't know there's like a new wave of chill wave happening right now i'm pretty pretty stoked about it um, anyway, you're tuned into Radioculars here on BFF.FM, and today I'm joined by Carlos and Sean from the Silhouette Era. Ve- very special guests. <laughs> thanks for coming by and hanging out. Yeah, thanks for having us. And uh, so we were chatting a little bit um, during the break about um, about Sean and how uh, how Sean is a newer development for the band. Yes. Although he's been around for a little while, right? You've been in the band for two years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, is that like his full-on member or? I, yeah, I think full-on member, yeah. almost two years. Um, during the break, Carlos mentioned that Sean started life with the band as a villain, but I misheard it as villain, and so now I just like can't <laughs> shake villain. the feeling that there's just like something ominous about this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too though. <laughs> <laughs> I knew watch don't turn around. Um, how did you How did you get involved with the Silhouette Era? Um, well, basically, um, I was in a chamber chorus at SF State with uh, Carlos, uh, and one day he was like, "Hey, man, I've heard you play guitar. Uh, can you learn ten songs in one week and help me fill in for two shows, <laughs> one in Monterey and one in SF?" And I was like, uh, "Sure." I was like in the middle of not doing anything uh, project wise, and I was like, "I really want to jump in on something." had a lot of fun and then like a few weeks later he's like oh our bassist isn't gonna make it can you fill in for the bassist at the rickshaw stop (laughs) (laughs) the spooky mansion i think it was in union pacific and i was like yeah okay sure didn't do so great on that one (laughs) it was really a secret trial run for him to get into the band next thing we're gonna ask him is the drums yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) well he was basically like yeah we'll just have you on call whenever we need to fill in and then like a few weeks later he's like 
Yeah, so our guitarist wants to quit. Do you want to join? <laughs> and then a couple weeks later, Carlos was like, hey, buddy, I need a kidney. Can you have <laughs> your kidney problem? removed? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, though. Um, had you been in rock bands before that? Or what's your, been your relationship with, with music up until this point? It, uh, it, it's a lot. But I used to be in a band back in Chico for two years. And then um, I had two other bands here that were called uh, Deep River Valley and Flotus or First Ladies United States, two completely different types of bands that both were like short lived. Um, and then really my biggest thing in the music scene was I was um, I was putting on a lot of secret shows at the time under the name Secret Show Society with my friends. Um, we put on shows at like Stern Grove, Fort Funston, and had like Hot Flash play JSOM before she blew up and uh, all kinds of really good local bands because we just met them and were like, "Hey, like play shows with us." And yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that was uh, that was probably the biggest thing. And then after that, it was like dead. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then, then he talked to me, and I was like, "Yes, <laughs> you're like I'm back, baby." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, Carlos, what was it about Sean that that led you to what was there like something that you had noticed him it was doing good looks it's rugged good looks yeah um well i knew he had done the secret show stuff so i was hoping to steal some of that fire but i'm <laughs> no, just kidding um yeah. i he like would bring his guitar to school all the time and play everywhere. Oh God, I stopped so, doing that. <laughs> so um, in, in like a clowns never laugh before way, or like like Peter Brady, or I guess it was Greg Brady. Just playing everywhere. Um, kind was of an not, acoustic guitar? And it was an acoustic guitar. guitar. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I think. Sean's got this look right now like yeah <laughs> it's true at least I wasn't playing like Dave Matthews or Jack Johnson or like Wonderwall all the time you know just half the time yeah it's like not all the time it's like just the most. kids that play like heart and soul on the pianos in the practice room all the time yeah so that was nice. me <laughs> oh, I always I did um, band so I, I did band in middle school and they, you know, they used to just like throw all the kids into a basement in the school, and that's illegal. Yeah, <laughs> now it is. This was like, you know, this is the eighties, yeah. whatever. Um, but yeah, it, it was like totally sink or swim. It was either like you need to like develop some sort of musical ability on your own, or you're just never gonna make it. And I just never. <laughs> I didn't you're do. like I sunk. <laughs> yeah, I was basically the one that was like, look, chopsticks, and like everyone else was like l learning how to read music and like actually like making compositions and then when I got to high school everyone was like you're a band nerd and I was like I'm not actually in the band so I was like the band nerd that wasn't even talented enough to be in the band but then I think that that just blossomed into being a, an appreciator of music yeah so I think it's fine I um, you know this isn't a therapy session <laughs> how did that make you feel <laughs> not great <laughs> uh, but yeah so I have a lot of appreciation for for you know the the work that you guys do to to really hone your craft and i think it's you know super cool especially i think one everyone kind of always focuses on um you know being a rock star being a pop star and i think it's really important to have some you know more classical training behind that so you can really understand you know what you're doing musically yeah i got to branch out beyond those three chords the <laughs> thing that i have battled with and i think also argue with a lot of my classmates about is 
it it's to a point. Like I don't want to be um, dragged down too much by the the theoretical stuff too much. Like I think music should still be fun. You know, it's mm-hmm. still uh, I think a spiritual experience. So I think if you're like having some disconnect with the audience or even yourself, then I think you're doing music wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think it's really important to learn these things, but not at the expense of like that kind of inexplainable feeling that you get from music. You know, it should still yeah. be this powerful thing. Like the word feelings, for example. We kind of forget about that word a lot. <laughs> yeah. In school. <laughs> yeah, I can I can imagine so, that. Yeah. I think it's healthy to have a little theoretical training and then also just like let loose and just kind of not think about those things too. Yeah. You totally. gotta have both of those to balance you out. And do you think um, do you think the skills that you're learning in composition w- might affect um, other things you do musically down the line? Like, do you think you would ever like have a rock band, but then also like compose for uh, for movies or TV? That's the plan. Or... Yeah. yeah that, I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of like uh, I just I just love music so much. Just do everything. <laughs> I just want to do everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Yeah, yeah uh, at the expense doing... of sanity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doing the band thing scratches a different itch than composing music and mm-hmm. doing that kind of stuff you know so it's all it's all good yeah and i can imagine if uh being a composer for for certain projects can be a little more lucrative as well so it's like kind of a way to to get to do what you love but also actually survive yeah in, get some money <laughs> in this the bay area <laughs> yeah exactly uh-huh. Um, so I we uh, t- talked about your uh, performance tonight at SF State. What's what's the silhouette era got going going on in the future? Anything on the horizon? Well, we are releasing our EP June twenty second, and then we're doing a release show in our hometown of Monterey oh, cool. uh, June twenty third, and then we're also working on a release show here in SF either the last week or the first week or last week of June, first week of July. So we're in the middle of solidifying that and we'll, uh, Y axis. Oh, so, they're great. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it's <laughs> going to be a super fun. Show. Yeah. Awesome. So I'll keep everybody updated once we get a confirmation on that. Cool. Um, how many, how many songs are going to be on the new EP? Five. Five. Yes. And, uh, should we listen to one of them right now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's not make the people, let's give the people what they want, yeah, exactly. which is cake. new. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wait, there's cake? Cake for everybody. You get a cake. Um, yeah. So we're going to check out um, your new single. It's called Waste Me. Yeah. Um, is there anything you want to uh, preface this with? Is there um, anything important about the song you want to let the listening audience know? Uh, if anything, I would say it just sets a precedent for what to expect of the EP. It's very energetic, and I think that's something that we sort of tapped on, tapped into before, but never fully explored. And this EP is just basically all energy. <laughs> and how long have you been working? Cause, because uh, this particular song, this is like a newer iteration of the song, right? It's a newer mix. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, we recorded it. I believe last end of last summer Um, and we've just been kind of we switched PR companies (coughs) and um, we've kind of just been setting the stage a little bit and making sure that we release it at a good time so now is the time now is the time yeah (laughs) (coughs) sorry I have really bad allergies no problem (laughs) okay let's kick this off this is 
the silhouette era with waste me here on bff.fm You're listening to BFF.FM. This is Cosmic Amanda hacking through the the debut of Waste Me by the Silhouette Era. Um, but we decided that's like very black, black Sabbath, so it's cool. Yeah. Rock and roll. Black Sabbath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's not it. I'm really excited about the new stuff. Um, when I first first heard the song, I was just like, oh yeah, I really like this direction that it's going Thanks. in. And I mean, I, as much as I love feelings, and like your music has highlighted a lot of feelings, I really like the new like energy and um, and kind of spirit of of what's to come. So I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, we're done with feelings. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, really, we're at a state uh, right now in society where I think we're like post feelings. Yeah, I maybe it's a reaction to all that. You know, it's kind of we're like let's just have fun. There's a uh, it's like post tenth cry. Yeah, well, yeah, it's just we're <laughs> yeah, exactly. We really, I feel like at this point, we're really at a point where once you get once the feelings get going, it's just like an abyss. So there almost has to be. It's sort of. I was actually talking to someone about this recently because I love disco music, mm-hmm. and disco. Um, you know, disco was born out of a time when there was a lot of like strife politically, right. and um, 
and like you know we just needed an antidote to that like we needed to forget about stuff for a yeah. little bit people were tired of feeling bad yeah exactly <laughs> yeah i feel like we're kind of in a similar yeah exactly. uh, environment at this point too it's like why cooking shows are so popular now yeah, like all I want to do now is watch like British <laughs> reality TV. Yeah, like um, oh, what is it called um, on the BBC or something uh, with Mary Berry? Oh yeah, the Great British the Bake Great Off. British Baking Show. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, yeah. They so had much. to change it in America because apparently Pillsbury owns the word Bake Off. Oh man, That's Lynn. yeah, yeah. You don't. Co- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Corporate powers, man. Yeah. Um, Coming for you, Pillsbury. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. All I want to do. The, my other favorite is there's um, on Netflix. There's a show called Big Dreams, Small Spaces with Monty Don, and it's a gardening show where he helps people. Monty Don. His name is Don. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, uh, excuse me. <laughs> it's very tasteful. <laughs> um, Monty Don. Chef Don is so tasteful. <laughs> But it's just, it's, so this guy just has this, like, real presence about him. He's, like, so gentle, but, like, very stern about gardening. And I looked him <laughs> up, and it turns out he's been, like, a, a gardening guru for, like, 40 years. And, like, every woman in Great Britain is in love with him. And, like, every man wants to be him. And, and I'm like, but this is what I want to watch. I want to watch, like, nice, gentle, yeah. gentle television. About food. About food, yeah. yeah. exactly. I go between that and, like, The Handmaid's Tale. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. I like Chef's Table. Yeah, Chef's Table's yeah. great, so too. so inspiring. Yeah. Chef's Table's good. I'm a big fanatic for binging with Babish uh, and uh, any, like, Munchies programming, especially, like, <laughs> uh, Maddie Matheson really into his stuff oh yeah i'm not familiar it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff uh, hot ones hot oh, ones is great too. yeah I've, yeah I've seen that come up and i haven't watched that yet but it's good yeah 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 just give me food and gardening yeah, we'll related. Just send you a bunch of links yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah after a, YouTube playlist. a whole book of links <laughs> yeah after the YouTube show playlists? oh people yeah. still make youtube playlists youtube is big yeah, I don't so know if you've you heard. Know. Yeah, <laughs> okay. a little behind. Um, I forget what it's called, but someone recently made. Well, I, I shouldn't say recently. I think it's probably like three years old now. But someone made this thing on YouTube. I think it's called like Playlist of the Damned. And if you watch the entire thing, it's like six hours long, and it's all just like weird meme videos. Oh, like important videos. I, I thought it was oh, just important the, videos. It's important videos. Yeah. yeah, that's like one of my favorite. Playlists. I thought it was just yeah. an entire playlist of the damned. Yeah, like the yeah. Music. <laughs> it basically I'm sure is that, that also exists. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my but yeah, my friend sent I think when my friend sent it to me, he was like playlist of the damned, but it was like I just spent like every time I had like a few minutes, I'd go back and like watch some of the videos. And by the end of it, I was like, I just really feel like I've like experienced something that I there, can't explain. There is one person that told me they watched it all the way through without stopping. Oh. And they said it changed them. Yeah. No, I can imagine. I had yeah. to take some breaks because it was like very, very I have the intense. first part of important videos like memorized. Like it always starts <laughs> out with the he video and then yeah. it just devolves into insanity. There's only so much of those videos I can take. And then after a while, I feel like I'm at the end of 2001. Where he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I, some, a friend of mine said recently that um, we've finally passed the threshold where, like, in the 90s, we used to say, like, the internet is going to, like, do so much for us and, like, the internet's going to, like, be great. And 
Um, it was something that we were all like pinning our hopes and dreams on. And now we were like, it's like almost, it's like post internet almost. We're like, now everyone's just like, no, the internet is bad. We shouldn't put any faith in the internet. And um, yeah, and I kind of feel like, I, I feel like it, as much as I love the important videos like i also feel like it's like the bellwether like you're like oh yeah we've we've done something horribly horribly yeah. wrong here <laughs> my friend was telling me that she um was working on a project um as she works for like a big advertising agency and they wanted her to um, hire this influencer and he was seven years old uh, and he wanted so much money they couldn't afford to pay and they had like a like a two million dollar budget for this project <laughs> is that like the Lil Tay thing that was happening for a while um so I forget what this one was called but basically it was the kid would just open toys and play with them huh and his dad monetized it and he's now like a multi-millionaire that's wow. crazy yeah I could do that I mean that is the good thing about the internet is you can make money off of literally anything yeah yeah I was also just reading how like in the 90s everyone like if a band got popular they'd be like sell out and now we're like, oh, band got popular, they're blowing up. And yeah. like, it's kind of interesting how there's that shift where like, it's not about like being cool anymore. I think like, especially I think now where it's like so hard to get by, it's like, okay, you made it, good. Right. Yeah, like exactly. that's something to be proud of, not something to be ashamed of. Exactly. <laughs> so you guys are ready to ready to blow up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how how much longer do you have in school? Uh, I've hopefully got one more semester left. I was supposed to be done, but projects behind on, you know, two semesters for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I, don't know, I know how that goes. It took me forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, well, I, um, teased this earlier. I put together a very special game for us to play Yeah. and we're going to play it now. Actually, maybe I should switch. Should I switch the, the, uh, Background. Yeah, I'm gonna switch the background to this crazy background. <laughs> All right, live from Radioculars, we're gonna play an exciting game show. I like this. Yeah, it's the Dallas theme. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, in honor of Sean coming on the show for the first time, and since he is now kind of a full-fledged member of the Silhouette era, I wanted to play a little Getting to Know You game. So, so I feel like I know Carlos pretty well, because he's yeah. been on the show a couple times. Um, and, that, you know, Getting to Know You, Sean. And I also want to, like, see how well you know each other. <laughs> so I thought there'd be no better way to, to figure this all out than by playing the Newlywed game. <laughs> or I guess in this case, it's the not-so-newlywed game since right. you've been in the band for a little while now. Um, this could go really bad. Yeah. So I've... <laughs> He's like, I quit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I, did, I was careful not to choose too many inflammatory questions. So in your hand, you have two sets of cards. You have blue Carlos cards, and you have green Sean cards. Yeah. So um, what do you, do you want to start asking Carlos questions or Sean questions? I don't know. How, How does about, this work? I'll all start. You'll but start. do I ask him a question about myself? Okay, so how this is going to work is I'm going to ask Carlos three questions about you, Sean. And Carlos is going to answer, um, you know, what he thinks. And then you have to answer what you think that Carlos wrote on his card. So okay. 
For example, if I was like, Carlos, what's Sean's favorite movie? He might write down Jaws, but maybe your favorite movie is actually... Sharknado. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, it's so close. (laughs) Yet so far. (laughs) All right, so we're going to start with... And don't look... I know you guys are sitting so close to each other. Like, usually there's a partition. We don't have the budget for that, unfortunately, here at BFF.FM. So um, let's start with question number one. Carlos, if you could describe Sean in one word, what would it be? (laughs) Uh... This is taking much contemplation (laughs) and giggling. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Just that. There's so many words, though. Uh. <laughs> all right. Okay, let's. Okay, we're gonna go on to the next question, and then we're gonna read them all back after. Okay, second question: What do you, Carlos, think is the one thing that Sean likes best about you? This has the potential to go completely <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, catch you looking over here. I'm not looking. <laughs> this is a lot of pressure. <laughs> oh, wait. It's supposed to be what I think he would say. Yeah. What do you think about you? Oh, about you? I was actually giving just honest answers. I mean, that also works. <laughs> No, it's not going to get... Why don't you keep that one, and then we can read it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. You ready for the third question? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, third question. This is actually sort of a question for both of you, um, but uh, we'll see how your answers compare. Um, If you could predict the future of the Silhouette era after you release your EP on June 22nd, name one thing that you think is going to happen. Maybe it's you jump out of a cake. Maybe it's you uh, become the Grand Marshal of a parade. Could be anything. Okay. All right. Now we're going to go back to question number one. We're going to find out what the answers were. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if Okay. If you could describe Sean in one word, what would it be? You tell me what your answer is, and then, Sean, you tell me what you think that Carlos said. <laughs> uh, ultimately, I put Wired. It's uh, funny because I put weird, so it's kind of an anagram. <laughs> <laughs> I crossed out switched. energetic, though. <laughs> I, I almost put eccentric, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> was, yeah, yeah. That's pretty I good. I think that was the word that I was yeah. looking for. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay, question number two. What do you think is the thing that Sean likes best about you? The one thing. What do you think it is? I put advice giving. Oh. Um, I thought you would have said your honesty. Well, I mean... Similar, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Brute, brute honesty. <laughs> pretty brutal with my honesty. <laughs> but you give good advice, apparently. Passion and drive, but 
a little sappy, so. Passionate drive? Yeah. Oh. But that that wasn't what I thought you were going to say, so this is what I what I feel. So. That's your favorite thing about yourself? About him. Oh, about Carlos? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so driven. <laughs> All right. Uh, like question. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> question number three. If you could predict the future, name one thing you think is going to happen after the EP comes out. I wrote song in Burger King commercial. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> I, I didn't Dream think. Big. I was like, we'll be invited to play somewhere cool? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Burger King. <laughs> uh, shoot for the stars, man. Yeah, really. Yeah. See, this is just the perfect <laughs> illustration of your passion and drive that you have. Exactly. Because, you know, you're not like, you're not like, oh, I want to play like, you know, the independent. You're like. Exactly. Burger King. Burger King. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, I shoot for the moon. And then if I miss, um, I become a testament to failure <laughs> for everyone in the universe. <laughs> I stole that from a comic, but. <laughs> Extra fabulous comics. Shout out. Alright, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do round two now, so let's take out our green Sean cards here. I, I don't know why I had this color coded. I think this is very organized. They kinda look similar in this light. I know. <laughs> I realized that in the moment. It's like oh well. So yeah, I lost the card anyways. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh question number one for Sean. If you could describe Carlos in one word, what would it be? <laughs> <laughs> and Carlos, now you have to guess what he's gonna gonna say. Uh, <laughs> All right, number two, <laughs> Sean. What is Carlos's spirit animal? Oh, that's good. <laughs> this could either be really cool or really uh... yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, he like didn't even hesitate. I'm like really impressed by the quickness that that, that happened. Okay, and well, the f- oh, I'm not done, right? Oh, well, you're go, not go done. ahead. <laughs> um, okay, the uh, final question for round, Sean. Um, many brand- many bands break up. What do you think is the most important part of the creative process that keeps a band together? <laughs> I actually adapted that from an actual question from the newlywed game about divorce. It's like, oh, uh, this seems very pertinent. It feels, it feels like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, we ready? Okay. Let's go back and review our answers. Question number one, if you could describe Carlos in one word, what would it be? Angry. Angry. <laughs> I wrote grumpy. Oh! <laughs> wow. See, this This is very telling for me because I feel like whenever Carlos comes on the show, he's always like full of good spirit and energy, but really you're it's grumpy. It's just my interactions with Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the annoying kid that's always trying to make people laugh by just doing hijinks. Oh, and making weird noises. So it's like, I forget what cartoon that was, but it was like the big bulldog and then the little dog that jumps yeah. over the bulldog. So you're the bulldog, basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes oh, sense. Which he, he segues is... into our... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Question number two. What is Carlos's spirit animal? An eagle. Oh. oh. <laughs> I put Choco Taco. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. Yeah, exactly. I think you're just hungry now. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, and then the final question of the not-so-newlywed game with Sean and Carlos. Many bands break up. What do you think is the most important part of the creative process that keeps a band together? I said friendship. Oh. I said having fun. Oh. Well, friends are fun. Yeah, you can have it's fun like with your friends. Spongebob song. Yeah, totally. Yeah. F is for friends. Oh, man. I feel like I've learned so much about both of you as individuals and as part of a single band unit. So thanks yeah. so much for, for playing that game with me. <laughs> no problem. <Yeah>. It was fun. <laughs> I liked how round two was, went a lot more smooth. Like <laughs> The first question, you were both like, oh, no. <laughs> Here yeah. it comes. It's because I'm sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's all about those feels. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, we're we're done with those. Remember? Oh, that's right, that's right. No more feelings. We're post feelings in 2018. Mm-hmm. Do not do not blame you at all for that. Um, yeah. So um, so just you know, before we wrap up, just wanted to remind everyone that um, your new EP is coming out on June 22nd. And yep. what did you say it was called? It's uh, self titled. Oh, self titled. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like new beginning. We're just yeah clear in the slate yeah like here we are yeah exactly. um was was your previous album self-titled no. was it no yeah none of the other releases have been self-titled. i kind of feel like it's always fun it, there are bands where just like every single album they put out is self-titled and so then it's like oh it's the third self-titled yeah people just end up calling it one or two or yeah totally <laughs> uh yeah that's so cool i'm really looking forward to it um like i said if waste me's the the indication of where your sound's going i'm really excited about it yeah, we're really excited too. Um, we did a lot of things different this time. Um, we recorded at Different Fur uh, with different. Grace Coleman, and just we had such a good time there. And um, I think that's really reflect the music reflects that. I think like legit, it was just a week of boba <laughs> and 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 fun and friendship. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, Different Fur is the best. Exactly. Yeah. And I've like, yeah, everyone always talks about how they just have such a great time over there. Yeah. And I'm really jealous. Well, actually, I recently got a boba shop in my neighborhood, but yeah, I would never, I could never get boba because every time I'd get down there, it'd be lying. Yeah, that's the problem with boba. Yeah. Well, it also helps to have the a friend, only. you know. A friend in boba. Yeah. <laughs> we had the inside connection. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Different Fur got those partnerships. No, actually, we have a friend. Oh, oh that's 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 works at the Bobo place. Oh, yeah. yes. You'd She's be like, like the manager. Hey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Long line would be like, hey, what's up? Sweet. Hook it up. <laughs> yeah, see, this is just the beginning of great things for you guys. Yeah, exactly. Boba hookups. Exactly. Next, you're going to be. Boba advertising? Sponsor us. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next album's going to be called, like, All for the Boba. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tapioca. Something. Never mind. Mo boba, mo problems. Yeah. I mean, that is kind of true. I can imagine at a certain point you should probably stop consuming the boba. The I, mean, yeah. drink is I haven't boba. found digestive problems. Yeah, actually, uh, the other day I was thinking about like just one giant boba, like yeah. one big, just one boba, just one like because well, it's like boba is like a singular and a plural. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of that and of uh, cooking shows, Epic Meal Time did a huge boba. They, like, oh. made bobas the size of softballs. Oh, man, I gotta check that out. Oh, man, it was pretty gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I like boba after that video. <laughs> but, yeah, um, just working with Grace this time, or, or for the first time, she knew just exactly what we were going for, and mm. I can't speak highly enough of how great she was to work with. So, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, I'm always totally stoked when you come by to visit. 
Yeah, um, and at, first of all, just because it's fun hanging out with you, and now by extension, Sean, you as well. Um, but uh, but it's always exciting because I know that you come by when there's something new to share. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited that there's new material coming. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to that. And maybe we can work together and put on a show or something. Yeah, in the definitely. in the near future. For sure. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for coming by, yeah. and thanks for playing the not so newlywed game. <laughs> yeah, of course, it was fun. Yeah. And um, yeah, we're gonna kick back into the music now. Here's one by the band Talkie. This is. Fuzzy Disco here on BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever.
Listening to BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever. This is Cosmic Amanda hanging out with you. We just had Carlos and Sean from the Silhouette Era in the studio hanging out, answering important questions, talking about feelings. Um, but um, they're off to their next gig, so I've just been slinging some cool jams. We just heard 2000 Boy from Lawn off of their latest album, Blood on the Tracks which is out on Forged Artifacts. Before that, we heard Talkie with 
I'm sorry, that was not correct. Gold Casio with a sinner. Uh, sorry. Oh my gosh, I've I've really just gone off the deep end here. <laughs> the band is Gold Casio. The album is Sinners. The title of the song that we played though was "Make You Mine." And before that, we heard uh, another new one off of King Tuff's latest album, The Other, that was Birds of Paradise. And starting the set off, we heard Fuzzy Disco <laughs> um, from Talkie from the album Fundamental Things. And Talkie is actually a San Francisco band. They're right here in the Bay. So um, definitely show them some love. They're uh, on Bandcamp and... They're great, so definitely check them out. Coming up next, we have uh, new material from The Holy Knives. This is Hex On You off of their new album, Ritual Bloom. You're listening to BFF.FM. This is Radioculars, and I'm Cosmic Amanda, hanging out with you until 6.
You are listening to BFF.FM.
You're listening to BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever. This is Cosmic Amanda, and I'm hanging out with you until 6 p.m., playing all sorts of cool new jams, like that one, which we just heard from the Goldberg sisters, that was My Boy Bud, off of their latest album, Home, A Nice Place to Visit. Before that, we heard Twins with Lightweight off of their album, That Which Is Not Said. New material from La Luz, always a favorite of mine. That was Golden One from their album Floating Features. Las Rosas before that with Upstairs Guy. And we started the set off with The Holy Knives with Hex on You off of their latest album Ritual Bloom. And it looks like we have uh, time for one more set, maybe maybe with, with another couple songs thrown in there. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to always stay tuned to BFF.FM. We have so many great programs on the station that that I think you'll enjoy. Uh, Coming up next is a very special episode of I Rock, I Roll Radio, where she will be paying tribute to uh, the frontman of uh, Frightened Rabbit. I guess he basically, he himself was Frightened Rabbit. Uh, Scott Hutchinson, who sadly... Uh, succumbed to depression recently. Uh, She'll be performing a two-hour tribute to his music, so get ready for some really deep feels. That's coming up at 6. But until then, I'm going to be slinging some more jams, starting with uh, this one from Sybil Attar. This is Paloma here on Radioculars on BFF.FM.
station is unique But people get cancer and die People get hit by trucks and die People just living their lives Get erased for no reason With the rest of us watching from the side And some people have to survive Lucky to still be alive To sleep through the night I wrote down all the details Of how my house fell apart How the person I loved Got killed by a bad disease Out of nowhere for no reason And me living in the blast zone With our daughter and etc I made these songs and then the next thing I knew I was standing in the dirt under the desert sky at night Outside Phoenix at a music festival that had paid to fly me in to play these death songs To a bunch of young people on drugs Standing in the dust next to an idling bus with Skrillex inside and the sound of subwoofers in the distance I had stayed up till three talking to wise blood and Father John Misty about songwriting in the backstage bungalows Eating fruit and jumping on the bed like lost children exploding across the earth in a self-indulgent, all-consuming wreck of ideas that blot out the stars To be still alive felt so absurd People get cancer and die People get hit by trucks and die People just living their lives Get erased for no reason With the rest of us averting our eyes Alexis tour bus waiting for the hotel shuttle in the middle of the night. I barely knew who I was. I looked up and saw Orion wielding a club and a shield. And there you were again, majestic. Dead wife. As my grief becomes calcified, frozen in stories And in these songs I keep singing, numbing it down The unsingable real memories of you And the feral eruptions of sobbing These waves hit less frequently
is what my life feels like now Like I got abruptly dropped off from the side of the road in the middle of a long, horrible ride in a hot van It was too full of confident, chattering dudes And the sound of tires receding
Oh, there it is. The sad, sad, yet oh-so-sexy saxophone music. That means we've come to the end of another exciting installment of Radioculars. If you tuned in late and you missed the first half of the show with Carlos and Sean from the Silhouette Era, I highly recommend waiting for a uh, later date and um, popping into the archive and checking it out because we had a lot of fun. And it's always a blast to hang out with Carlos and to see the Silhouette Era. So definitely uh, keep your ears peeled for their new EP coming out on June 22nd. I'm sure I'll be spinning some other tracks from it. Uh, But in the meantime, we just heard from Earth Dad with You Again from their new album, Townies. We also heard the title track from the latest from Mount Erie, Now Only. Unknown Mortal Orchestra in there with Everyone Acts Crazy Nowadays. And we started that set off with Sybil Attar with Paloma off of her new Paloma's Hand EP. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to stick around because coming up in uh, coming up next we have an all new Iraq I Roll Radio with DJ Nora celebrating Frightened Rabbit today. So you definitely want to stick around, and I'll be back next week with more sweet jams. So thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time right here on BFF.FM. <laughs>